and welcome to the Game On DFS Daily Rewind. I'm your host, Tyler James, a.k.a. Humpty Dumpty, and today we will be talking about the April 7th, 2020 CSGO Slate on DraftKings. I am joined, as always, for CSGO by our lead CSGO contributor, Teo's Desserts. Hello, everyone. We're just going to go ahead and jump right into it today. We're going to talk about yesterday's slate, which was, again, April 7th, 2020. Teo's Desserts, tell us who did the best. Well, this was a, a day for decisive victories. We saw Astralis and Mouse Sports both take on their opponents 2-0, with OG getting a nice 2-1 victory after dropping map 1. The top of the leaderboard was obviously filled with the guys from the teams that stomped their opponents. We see Zipnix and Dupree 1-2 and two right at the top of the scoreboard there, with Magisk not that far behind. Then from Mouse Sports, we have Frozen and Rops, who are always at the top of the scoreboard for Mouse, but are on the top of the slate as well with a surprise appearance by Chris J getting a solid 67 and a half fantasy points as one of the lower price guys on his team which uh, paid off pretty well for whoever decided to play him uh, besides that you see a couple of the other guys like Crims and Mantu who are usually the top of their teams but maybe not on the slate overall especially in games that their team maybe didn't do that well and they did a really uh, good job despite the circumstances awesome. so let's move on to who did their part once you start dropping down the scoreboard a little, you fall into like the under 60 fantasy point category. And there were some big names here today. You had Device, you had Simple, Nico, all scoring under 60 fantasy points, as well as Brolin, Woxic, Flushes, some of those guys that are kind of a step down from them. Uh, getting, you know, 50 to 60 fantasy points is not going to break your lineup, but if you're really depending on on these more expensive guys to carry you to victory. You were definitely missing out today. Uh, Glaive uh, was one of our favorite value plays yesterday as the cheapest guy on the slate overall. At getting just under 42 fantasy points, he did fine. He didn't do great. Um, luckily, his prices jumped back up to where it should be from here, but uh, he did okay for where he was, but was certainly disappointing when you saw guys like uh, NBK, Issa, and Chris J scoring uh, over 60 when their prices were under that 5,400 awesome, mark. Awesome. So I, we're going to move on to our favorite part of the Rewind. We introduced this in our last episode. Um, I know you're super excited to talk about this, Teos Desserts. Who was our Glonk of the day? And we are going to officially start our Glonk scoreboard, okay? We're going to keep track of who has the most – Glonks in our history. Okay, so Tails Desserts, go ahead and take it away. Well, I think we might be excited about our Glonk of the day, but I know someone who isn't, and that person is Boomich. Uh, we've only been doing this twice now, and he is our Glonk of the day for the second time in a row, but at least this time he mustered double digit fantasy points coming in at 11.97 on the slate. This was another series for Navi where they kind of looked a little bit lost, were maybe pressing at times, trying to make something happen from nothing. And getting 2 0'd, Boomich was just, again, a bot. He was basically just getting information for his teammates and not really contributing in a big way, being the lowest scorer for the second straight slate. And we have to see if this trend continues because he's being priced like a guy who really contributes. He has the ability to be a guy that contributes for a top team in the entire world, and it just hasn't been there for gotcha. him recently. Okay, so I'm hearing don't play Boomich in our lineups. That's, that's what I'm hearing there. 
I mean, as long as he's playing like this and he's priced like he's actually good at CS, you, okay. you, you can't touch right. that. We'll, we'll definitely keep that in mind. I think that's super helpful for our listeners. Um, we are going to wrap up here. Do you have any final thoughts, anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we close out? Uh, one of the things that we've noticed with these small three-game slates is that the way the scoreboard works at the top, the top teams each day based on their fantasy performance, it looks like doing a stack of the top team or two followed with a couple one-offs has been the way to go. If you check out the article, you can see what the perfect lineup would have been for this slate. Uh, not surprisingly, you see a couple of the Astralis guys in there and then a couple one-offs who really kind of uh, carried their teams to where they were. So really got to be careful about picking the top team of the day in a small slate like this, stacking those guys, and then finding the value in all the other teams of who's going to be the hard carry of the day. All right. Awesome. I think that's going to be super helpful for our listeners. All right. So thank you so much for listening to today's Daily Rewind. Once again, I'm your host, Tyler James, a.k.a. Humpty Dumpty. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And for even more in-depth information, check out our blog at www.gameondailyfantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on all our social channels and make sure to get your game on.